everyone, welcome back to the RMTV Women's Podcast. This is episode 89. Um, we haven't done one of these for like two weeks, so just getting back into the swing of doing a podcast. We've had some news to talk about, which we'll run through in the second. But firstly, we just want to say we obviously know that there's a little, there's a, a lot of stuff going on in the world at the minute. Um, not, not very nice stuff, and we're not, we're not going to go into too much detail about it. We, but we just want to say that we. We show our support and give our support to the Black Lives Matter movement and what's going on with all that at the minute. Um, in the description below, there'll be a link to some petitions and, and information and all stuff like that that you can go over and, and sign and show your support. Um, so yeah, if you want to get involved in that, just check the description below and there'll be, there'll be a link for you to click there. Um, firstly, then, we'll start off with some exciting news, which broke about 10 minutes ago, I'd say. Um, is that right? Yeah. yeah, 10 minutes ago. Uh, Rhiannon Roberts has signed a new contract at Liverpool. Um, she was obviously part of the group of players that came in when Neil Redfern first became manager. So I'm assuming that her deal was only a two-year deal, which would have been up uh, around now. Um, and she has been... Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Honestly, actually, I was. I feel like she had a contract ex- extension last year. She probably did. I mean, like, like, yeah, one by one. It's like some of them only signed for one year, and some of them signed for two. Some of them yeah. will sign for longer at certain clubs. Like it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a mixture of things that goes on with yeah. players' contracts in the women's game. But she has signed a new deal anyway. She will be staying on for another season or longer. We hope. Um, it's just nice, isn't it? Because obviously. The last like, week or so, a few players have left, which we'll talk about properly after this. But a nice little bit of good news to know that you know not not all the players are leaving, and we will have we will have a few squad members still to cut, still left from the current group of players. Yeah, there's there's definitely like the last few days or whatever, like the sheer amount of players they've gone. I think it's nice to sort of have a little bit of like positive news. So. You, you don't sort of dwell on what what's already happened. You can actually see that, that, that some of the players are staying and, and keeping the team as much together as possible, I guess. But, um, yeah, that's good news. I, don't, I feel like we definitely saw a lot more of what she could bring to the table in the second season that she was with us in terms of um, her and Bailey and them working really, really well. So... I'm I'm happy about it. I think I've I've, I've always liked her as a player. She's a 
she just tackles everyone and it's brilliant and um you need someone like that in every team in order to sort of just get stuck in and um she's definitely a player that does that and with the the, the little article that comes out with with her signing Jets obviously spoke really highly of her so I think it, it sort of looked like it was a priority to sort of keep her regardless of the situation with with relegation or or whatever I think she wants her in that team no matter what yeah she pointed out um about how how she improves players when she's when she whether she starts a game or whether she comes off the bench and how much of a, of a leader she is as well amongst amongst that group of people so why wouldn't you want to keep her on for, for those reasons you, know, you, you need players like that in your squad so yeah really happy that she has signed a, a new deal and, and she's staying on um on a bit of a sour note four players have left the club in the last uh, week or so um yeah. just Courtney Sweet McKay Anka Price Christy Money and Frank Kitchen um, have left upon the expiry of their contracts. Um, yeah. It's just a bit like, it's proper like... It's sad. It's, it's, really, it's really, it is sad. Yeah, yeah, it is really sad because at the end of the day, we are fans of Liverpool Football Club, so like, it's never nice when a player goes and we obviously, we don't... I mean, go on. Go on, no, I'm... You finish, it's fine. Oh, no, I was just going to say, we don't know where these players are going to end up and stuff like that. So, you know, as we, we liked, we loved those players. Like, yeah. we had the choice to speak to to Courtney and Christy, both uh, Courtney at the Derby stuff last, last year. And then, obviously, Christy came into the studio and we've met her a few times at meetings yeah. and stuff like that. So we've like we've had, we were able to you know speak to them off the pitch and see what type of people they are as well. So like to not be able to just go and see them next year. I mean, yeah. you don't know where they're gonna end up, but like it's just it's really sad just to see them go. Yeah, for sure. And like it's it, it's the the people we see them week in week out. Like we go on a game day and you see those faces, whether they're playing or whether they're they're injured, and they usually come and sit in the same area as us and. I know it's lovely every time we see Christy Murray in particular, she always will say hello and she'll yeah. always be really nice and friendly to us, which I, I think it's great because it shows what kind of people they are as well. And like, as much as it's sad that they're not going to be playing for us anymore, um, we're still going to, we're going to love them as footballers and, and, and as, as people and thank them for their time with us. I think I'm, I'm, I am gutted. Because I think four players in the space of like, just is it two weeks? Maybe just over two weeks, something yeah. like that. That's that's quite a lot. And if you're looking at who it is, that's two goalkeepers and then two attacking players. And in all fairness, we need attacking players because we, ultimately this season we did not score enough goals, and that's that is just a fact. So, yeah, I I don't think. It's it's gonna they've been released without a backup plan, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Whether that backup plan is completely solid and it obviously it depends on a lot of different things, including obviously coronavirus and then the relegation as well. Like you've got two massive things that are coming into play when, when you're trying to bring new people in. Um but I think the best thing is just to try and be positive about it. Like it's obviously it's not great, and they kind of happened in like succession when no one was expecting it. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, it's gonna be weird not seeing 
those players each each week and um see seeing them on the pitch really but equally wish them wish them all the best i'd love to know where they're all going to end up yeah, fairness, but i yeah, don't think we'll find Anytime soon. No, I think it'll be over the next couple of weeks um, until we find out. But yeah, like you said, like just to like, keep an eye on them type of thing because you know all, all four of them, you know, we were really we really liked. To, you know, we're not going to sit here and bash them for leaving because every player has their own. You know, whatever it's their it's their career, they choose what to do with it. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, like you said, we wish them all the best. But yeah. on like another note, it makes me really nervous because. We've lost two goalkeepers, and obviously Riley Foster came in in January, but she hasn't had a chance to play. We don't know what she's like playing. She's obviously still only young, so I wouldn't like to see her thrown in the deep end of your now first choice goalkeeper, which I don't think she will be anyway. I think if we've let two goalkeepers go, that means we've got one lined up, or we've got someone in mind who we'd like to go after and you know bring them in as our first choice, but. It just makes me nervous because we still don't know what's going on with relegation, whether we're staying up, whether we're going down. We don't know what's going to happen. So a lot of players will, say, for example, we've got our eyes on someone in the WSL. They may not want to go down to the championship during the year. So that wouldn't be fair for them. But then also you you want to sign someone who's, you know, who's really good and can, you know, you're happy with in goal. We can get us back into the WSL if we go down the following season. So it's just like it makes me nervous because I just want to know now whether whether we're staying up, whether we're going down, so I can get it in my head that right, this is what we need to do. And I feel like yeah, it's more so for like the club as well. Like everything's so up in the air for them that they can't really plan properly. Well, I don't. I wouldn't be able yeah. to plan properly if I was like a manager of a part of the backroom team or something. Like, you, you, I feel like my head would be so chocker because it is now. Yeah. Never mind actually being involved in like the running and the day to day of the club. Um, yeah. I just I just want to know now so like we can just sort of yeah. wrap our heads around it all. It's so up in the air. Like it, it really is. But just the sheer fact that like four players have already left that makes me think that the club sort of know what route this outcome is going to go down. And, like, apparently by the end of the week we should know. Yeah, this week is beginning next week, isn't it? Yeah. So uh, hopefully we'll – I reckon once the announcement gets made, everything will either be crystal clear or – like mashed potato like it's gonna it's not gonna be like in the middle it's gonna be like that or like that so yeah it's kind of it is really like nerve-wracking waiting for this because if you're thinking like the future of this club might like like the the future of it depends on what sort of happens yeah because it's there's there's so many things you could get into like if we get relegated uh, what happens with funding or if we stay up how how do we then progress forward so there's there is literally so many questions and I'm I'm the same as you I am really nervous as to what like is gonna happen like yeah but I, I just I have the fear of this like mass exodus that happened two seasons ago that's literally happened that was like my next time. yeah yeah 
I don't think I can go through that again. Like, no, I just don't think I can do then, it. Like, also, we had, like, a mass exodus. We got a new manager, and then we signed, like, six players in one day. And you felt yeah. you felt all right about it then. You were like, right, well, okay, we've got a squad. Like, I, that's what I mean. Like, I think once, like, everything's sort of crystal clear, what's going on? And then, you know, the, the yeah. club can sort of out whether there's selling more players or there's, you know, bringing more players in. Yeah. I think once the squad's, like, final and it's come together, then you're going to be like, oh, read. like, you know, whether that's in the WSO or that's in the Championship, you're just going to want to, you just want your squad together just to be like, okay, that's fine, we're okay, like, we're not lacking players, like, we're sound. But it's not just us either it was like lost players, like a few players have left Everton. Everton is mad. Yes, yeah, Spurs have announced a few departures today. Oh might have been yesterday. And Bristol of um Poppy Batson's at Bristol, like a few players. It's just I think the whole league's just gonna be shifted. I think I think all teams will go through having to either offload players or bring more players in. And it's like a big summer as well because obviously we were supposed to have like the Olympics and whatnot, but then that's out the window. Um, like yeah. you don't know whether teams are going to get more funding. Like you don't, you just don't know. Like you've got no idea at the minute. So you don't know. Like Everton have surprised me so much with the players that they've left them. Like Cagman's left, Hannah Kane's left. Like the solid players have left, and I'm thinking, well, where are they going? Like, why? What are they doing? Like, I think that's just yeah. the thing. It's like it's, it's the nature all, of the game, isn't it? Yeah, it's all upon like expiry of, of contracts. It's not like transfer deals. So you, everything's mm-hmm. up in the air. I mean, they might have something in the in the pipeline already that they can't announce yet. But it's just like I think just the waiting yeah. just really like makes me nervous. Yeah, I think I think I said this when when we were discussing it the other day. I think I would feel so much less like anxious if we weren't at the bottom of the table so for example if we were like six and all like these four players have been announced to be leaving I would have been like okay because I feel like we would be in such a strong position to bring really really decent players in but I am slightly worried the fact that we are facing relegation whether we're going to have that full power to be able to bring in these top quality players that ultimately we need in order to be successful again. Yeah. Like if you think of the, the players that we had when we won the, the league back to back, that was a complete different different kettle of fish to, yeah. to, to what we are now. And that's no disrespect to any of the players. But I, I, I think, it, yeah, we need to get back to where we are. Um, but that's my only fear that because Everton, if, I was an, if I was an Everton supporter, God forbid, um, and I'm seeing the the likes of the people that have left leave. I yeah. don't feel like I would be. I'd feel upset for them leaving, but I don't think I'd feel anxious the way that I feel now as a Liverpool fan. Yeah. Um, because they're in a comfortable position. They they've already brought in players last season. Like, is it uh, what's the name? The Australian. Um. Oh my god. Um. Oh my god. Rassu, Hayley Rassu. There we yeah, go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Why didn't I know that then? Oh my god, yeah. I don't know. It, it, it gone out of my head. Yeah. But they've 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 already got reinforcements. Obviously, Izzy Christiansen only just signed well, as well. I was so. just gonna say she she signed and they shouldn't really play because she had like a few injured, I think. Yeah, so. she had injury problems. So like she's yeah. she's like a new signing for them next season. 
So like they've already got them two players like there. They're, yeah, they're in a they're in a comfortable position, and I think deservedly so. Like their their framework that they've sort of laid out, I think is horrible. As to say, probably Liverpool probably could take some ad, some inspiration from and advice from, just purely because I think that they've done it really well. They obviously had a terrible season, not last season but the season before, and completely bounced back and yeah. it's like really strong. So I think that's something that we need to do. And I think a lot of teams do. It's not just Everton. There's, there's loads of them. Obviously, Man United have done the same. They've done really well. So, But they've, um, been, they've been able to do that because they've had a good amount of investment pumped into their squad. Like, Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Yeah. Everton were us last season. Bottom of the table. Yeah. They, they, they didn't get relegated because Yeovil went down. So they, like, they got lucky there as well. But then also, Everton as a club realised that the women's team needs that little bit more and they got that little bit more. Put it into players and into like getting a new stadium and stuff like that and look at them now, do you know what I mean? Like obviously they're not challenging at the top but they've made really big improvements and made big strides and that's what I want to see for Liverpool next season. Even if we are in the Championship, well, why, why, why not make that investment? Even if we are in the championship, there's no reason not to because we are also a club. It's a competitive league, isn't it? Yeah, it's still a competitive league. There's still some very good teams in it, and us as a club will want to bounce straight back into the WSL the following season. So why not make the investments? Look, like you said, look at Man United. They were in the championship. Look at Spurs. They were in the championship for the season before they came up this year. And they put that investment and players were willing to go to that team and play in the championship for the season because they knew that they had a really good chance of going up the following year and playing in the, in the, the highest league in England and stuff like that. So why not make the investment out of the way? Because it's clear that we need it. 
yeah many conversations that we've had on on here and privately that it's like we need more money to get players in to make our squad amazing to be able to challenge again because like look at us now like i feel like i feel like i, I honestly feel like people are laughing at us yeah. Like especially like when you obviously social media is not the place to go. Twitter is definitely not the place to go when for like things like this. But that's what you see. You see especially like, women's football fans from different clubs like looking at us now and being like, "Well, like what are they doing? Do you know what I mean? Like what is yeah. the what is the club doing for their women's team? The men's team's on the highest of highs. Won the Champions League last year. Potentially more than likely going to win the league this year." Fingers crossed, and then there's like a the where the women's team at the other end of the scale, complete other end of the scale, and it's like yeah. it's frustrating because as much as I love the men's team and support them, and I support the women's team just as much. So yeah, you support um, Liverpool every and yeah. everything that comes underneath that bracket. Yeah, and we're supposed to have this one club philosophy, but it doesn't feel like that at times because. You were on completely different ends of the scale. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's definitely. Look, I feel like looking at it from a different angle. If we do go down, I don't know whether it could actually be a beneficial thing. And I know that that's kind of clutching at straws here. But in terms of maybe that will give the club a bit of a kick up the bum. Mm. In terms of see, like Liverpool should not be in the championship. Like it, it's it's just it does it just doesn't fit right. It's like pineapple on a pizza. It does not belong. Um, so <laughs> I, I think all of the bait in the comments. Yeah, <laughs> should have said that. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see which way it goes. And obviously, like we we, we could sit here all day and ponder about what's going to happen how it's going to happen, what the like the domino effect is going to be. But ultimately, until we figure out what, or we, until we're told, sorry, what like the plan is for like gaining an outcome from this season, there, there's literally nothing, nothing we can sort of solidly say no. is going to happen. I think that's definitely the scariest thing. Yeah. But I agree with what you said, like it is, it's a joke. It, it is turned into a joke and I hate saying that because I don't think any any football fan would ever want to feel the same way that we do about it but I just think you look at you look back at this season don't get me wrong some incredible moments the derby for example incredible and and some really great moments that have happened but it, it has been like laughable at times whether that is in terms of the pitch situation or just losing games we shouldn't have lost like the the West Ham when we lost by like four goals or whatever it was now that was it, it was embarrassing and that's something that we didn't deserve and the team didn't deserve but equally it happened and that's why everyone sort of is, is, is treating it like a bit of a joke yeah because that was our last game before all of this happened. So that's like, yeah. your, that's like your last memory of like Liverpool women this season. Yeah. And that's not, if that, that's obviously how our season's ended. And that's not how we would have wanted our season to end. And obviously, yeah. I don't know, like it's just, 
it's so I remember watching that match and being so frustrated because we've got players who can perform so well and those players themselves know that like you've seen how the reaction when the league was cancelled last week that people have said that it wasn't the season that we wanted it wasn't how we thought it was going to go like no one thought that and I think it's just so frustrating like from a like from a, a fan's perspective to to see how we've performed this season because I've said it before we, our squad can do so much better than that and like I, I'd have been fairly confident that if the season was carried on we would have been able to get ourselves out of the situation we're in now like I'm, I'm 100% confident that we would have been able to do that and yeah. just because we haven't been given the opportunity to do that it's like it's just like ruffled my feathers even more because it's like well, why why haven't we I understand that there's like there's health, health concerns and you know at the end of the day the health and safety of players and fans and the clubs is like top priority 100 percent but why is the premier league allowed to go ahead and the women's game isn't i think a lot of it to do with like funding isn't it that exactly and that's it it's it's just a lack of money in the game it's a lack of money being being available to have players tested on a regular basis and have you know the opportunity to go and train in a facility where you where there's enough space to train and enough space to be able to put people in small groups or do individual programs like that that's just the most frustrating thing because it's just lack of like funding and lack of like pretty much care at times throughout across the years that have led us to this moment which is like maybe maybe it might be a bit of a wake-up call i'd hope so i think unfortunately (laughs) everyone sort of thought it was all rainbows and flowers after the world cup because of how well it went and i think even we were subject to being like oh oh it's 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 almost good now like we're we're going going, like we're, we're fine or whatever and I think this sort of just like stunned everyone into being like, well, no, there's some serious like underlying issues here there. Yeah, they've been patched up because of the World Cup, but this corona has just ripped them wide open again. And um, my analogies today are actually really good. Can I just say? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the, yeah, it's all been sort of brought back to the surface and it's like, I, I, I was trying to think of another analogy, but I can't. I can't think of it. It's like when you bandage something up, or you put a plaster on something, you're covering it. But you're not actually fixing the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. That was a good one. So I hear a minute to think about it, but yeah. Yeah, I got there in the end. It's fine. Yeah, but like also, I think um, I'm not. I'm not sure whether we spoke about this when it happened. I can't remember. But obviously, Phil Neville's comments a few weeks ago of... Yeah, um, I don't think we have about this. Yet. I don't think we have, but Farrell um, Williams has, has said that, you know, Neville showed a lack of respect. And he did. And he did, okay. to be fair, because he's had, he's had, what, two years at England Women so far. He's took yeah. them to, she believes, he's took them to a World Cup. He was going to take them to an Olympics and he was going to take them to a Euros. And now, obviously, this put the coronavirus has put a dent in all of those plans, and it's been announced that you know he's not staying on beyond this three years. He is going to be there till next season. But that's that's the thing that like struck me is that he's made these comments now, 
and he's still got another year left on his deal. He's still going to have to see all those players and that squad before he leaves. And for him to say, oh, this was like a... He did, I don't think he used the word stepping stone, but like that's basically it's what he was playing into like yeah. club football for pretty much like a men's team. And it's like, I think it was um, Nancy Baker who put it on Twitter, who said like, stop using the women's game as a stepping stone. Because once people start, that's that's why people don't take it seriously. It's because people see it as like, oh, I'll go and manage like a women's team for like a year or two, and that'll give me some experience, and then I'll go into like the big leagues. And it's like, yeah. why isn't the women's team regarded as the big leagues? Yeah. Why why is having why is being a manager of a women's club or a women's international team not good enough for someone? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think I was happy with the comments and I don't think many of the players that he's built relationships with will be happy with it either. It's not it's it's not an it's not a nice thing to hear. And especially as a man who has literally like, I don't know how to explain it, but in some of the clips you see, especially at the World Cup, he was like, We're gonna win the World Cup. Mm. He was such like a team it was like it was like building it was building such morale in in, in yeah. some instances. And it's it's almost like he was pretending to be their friend to get something out of them, you know, like the classic story back in school, you're only friends yeah. with someone because they've got the latest bloody Nintendo or whatever. Yeah. It was kind of, it, it, obviously I'm on fire. <laughs> um, it, it it feels like it, it, yeah, it feels like like I've got another one, you ready? You sit next to a kid in school who's got more than one cookie, hoping that they're going to give you the leftover cookie. I was definitely that person. No, I'm joking. I wasn't. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it sort of feels like that. Oh, I'm going to I'm yeah. going to stick with you for a bit and try to get something better out of it because you've got connections, sort of thing. Yeah, pretty much. He's looked at it as like it's not what you know, it's who you know. That's that's like my dad. Always he's trying to boost his CV. That's all he's done. That's, that's it. What, he's, that's basically what he said. Yeah, pretty much. He's built. He's built a CV. Jeremy and like got a couple of international competitions under his belt. Like, yeah, but, he'll go sit down and be like, "I went to the She Believes Cup with blah blah." Like, I won my first She Believes tournament, and it's like, yeah, okay, but. But then, yeah. But then you else? didn't go and win a World Cup with the squad that you had. You, you weren't able to play in the Olympics, you weren't able to play in the Euros, and it's like, look at everything in between that. Do you know what I mean? And the, the comments from, like, media and stuff. Yeah, but for, like, players like Fal Williams, England's most capped player, so respected in the women's match, to be coming, coming out and saying, I was hurt by those comments. Massive. That means a lot of other, whether they play for England or they don't, whether they're trying to break into that, into that environment, are going to be hurt by those comments. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I was a, if I was an England women's player and he was my manager and he'd come out and said those things, I'd be like, well, I'd be like, well, you clearly don't respect me or what I'm trying yeah. to do. That'd be, the, the like, the end of that relationship, wouldn't it? Mm. It, it, wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a healthy friendship or yeah. work relationship after that you wouldn't you wouldn't trust him you wouldn't you wouldn't want to put all your efforts into someone who is sort of in it for the wrong reasons yeah 100 so. percent. let us know in in the comments below yeah. what you thought of um phil's comments obviously he's a bit of a 
take them with a pinch of salt every now and again during the meeting. Yeah. Uh, another thing. Any oh, other good analogies for Phil Neville? Just yeah. Let me know. Let us know. Um, also, just a quick thing that I've seen on Twitter before is that Japan's first ever women's league is to start in autumn 2021. Amazing. Um, so the team and stuff like that, teams and all like that, will be announced this year. Um, but the the league is called the WE League, which stands for Women's Empowerment League. Love that. Love that. Love, Love that. that. Um, but like, it's just like, like that was a nice note to end on because although that there's so much like terrible stuff happening in the women's game, there's also so many good things coming out of it as well. And obviously, you've yeah. still got, like you've still got to wait another year and stuff like that for like the it's Japan League. It's in the works. It's it's there. Yeah. It's gonna happen. And also, like, the whole the the women's Bundesliga got a lot of yeah. Is it Frauen? Got a lot of attention the other week because yeah, it, it was sort of the only women's footy that's going on. Yeah, again, because there was a bit of like a and not uproar, but people were a bit like annoyed because you you at first you couldn't watch it in England. Like there was only yeah. um, streams and channels available in Germany, so then everyone was just like, "Well, why?" Like. That's like the next step into pushing other leagues. Into, yeah, you've got an opportunity. Yeah, you've got an opportunity there to like sort of branch out, and it's the same with them. Um, the NWSL are doing like that Challenge Cup tournament, aren't they? Yeah. Which is um, it's like July till August, I think. Or was it yeah? Was it June? No, it's July. I would probably say July. No, it's June. 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 June now. We're in June now, aren't we? Yeah. I'm pretty sure the first round of the fixtures are the 27th of June. Wow. It's mad that, like, sports getting getting there, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't like F Formula 1, but it, the, the schedule came out yesterday and I genuinely felt like a kid in a candy shop. I was like, yes, oh, my yeah. God. Well, that's what I was like the day when the, challenge, the first round of the fixtures came out for the Challenge Cup. For the, yeah. Because it was Monday. Like, and I, I put some of them in my calendar. To be like, oh, and I've checked the date because I'm like, oh, I want to watch that one. So I'm, I'm like trying to work out like if I'm if I'm gonna be working yeah. like the next day so I can stay up and watch them. Which like I'm now gonna plan my work shifts and aren't. Yeah, <laughs> it's because like obviously the Premier League is coming back in like two weeks, just yeah. under, and then racing's back. Cricket, I think, is even coming back as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, it, you're gonna go from no sport to having. Literally sport um, every day, and you're going to be so overwhelmed. You're going to be like, oh my god, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to watch. Like, because my birthday's so late, so it's like yeah. August. There's never any football or yeah. never any real sport around it's my birthday. Now every single day around my birthday, there is sport, and that is yeah. great. I know it's going to. Be- a lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. So it's going to be, I, I can't remember what I was speaking to about it, but I was like, yeah, the season's only over now. So you normally have this yeah. period without football, like anyway, because obviously pre-seasons and start are like late July. So yeah. then, like, you, you go pretty much two months, but, like, I think because you've gone two months in a period where you does normally sport, if if that makes sense, that's yeah. been so odd for people and so, like, hard. But if it was just, yeah. like, from now onwards, everyone would be able to deal with it because that's just normally what you do anyway. So... Yeah, it's weird. But I don't think there's going to be a gap, like, a break in sport for a long time now, which is absolutely fabulous. No, like, I reckon there's... I reckon they'll go from, like, this season straight into, like, next one. I have, like, yeah. two or three weeks, maybe, and they'll go straight into the next one. And then you're going to yeah. go from, like, this is the football season to the Olympics, to, like, the men's Euros, to, like, another season, to then, like, the women's Euros, and then there's probably something... There's, is there, like, a, a World Cup or something? Like, I don't know. I think there's, like... There's going to be so many, so much sport for the next, like, four years. It's going to be mad. But, it's going to be great. Well, that was a nice little note to end on, because we did go on a bit of a rant for a minute. Yeah. But just, like, we're we just... We are positive um, Polly's, not negative Nancy's. We are. We're going to be positive Polly's from now on. Um. So, yeah, thank you for watching. Remember to like the video, comment, subscribe, let us know your thoughts about all of the stuff that's going on in the women's game at the minute and Phil Neville's comments and all that. Um, like we said at the start, there's a, there'll be a link to uh, petitions and ways you can help in uh, the Black yeah. Lives Matter movement and stuff like that. So go over there and check that out if, if that's what you want to do. Um, and we'll see you all. We may see you at the end of the week if there's an announcement. Um, but if not, we will see you next week with a new podcast. Bye.